This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 29th Sunday of Ordinary Time, the 21st of October. None of us likes being told what to do, and least of all do we like being nagged, because there's something in us, it's basic psychology really, that we tend to kick back, we react, and we often go in the opposite direction to what someone is trying to tell us that we should be doing. When we start to tell God exactly what we think he should be doing and what we expect of him, then we are in an especially bad place. And this was the place where the apostles James and John were. If you're telling Jesus what to do, then this is definitely the wrong place to be in. And it's doubly bad for them because they're asking Jesus for two of the classic substitutes for God and that can ruin our lives, power and honours. They want to be on the thrones of glory and power. But let's be fair, power isn't a bad thing. Power is the capacity to get things done. Without power, nothing of great value would have been accomplished. Think of some of our great rulers from Edward the Confessor to Winston Churchill and everyone in between. They had to get hold of the reins of power in order to bring our land through difficult and decisive moments. This is true of the great inventors and explorers too, and of course of the great spiritual figures in our Christian story. Don't think for a moment that Mother Teresa didn't have real power and didn't know how to use it. Anyone who saw her knew a very, saw a very powerful woman. One of the most remarkable displays of real spiritual power in our own time was St John Paul II, who knew precisely what he was doing when he brought down one of the most powerful and evil empires in human history without leading an army or firing a shot. He had a very canny sense of his own power and he knew how to use it. So power in itself is not a bad thing. The same is true of honour. Honour is good. St Thomas Aquinas says that honour is the flag of virtue, which is quite a cool definition really. Honour is a flag that we put on virtue, so that when we behave well we say, look at this. So we honour somebody who is upright, or a great inventor, or a sports person. We're saying, look, here is a virtue, a good, and let's honour it. The thing about honour is that it's not for its own sake, or for the one honoured. It's for the sake of others who might notice the virtue in question. So we honour all kinds of people who embody things worth noticing. And in the church, we like honour because we honour the saints and our Blessed Lady above all. So what's the problem in asking for power and honour? What James and John did was they asked for these things in the wrong way and in the wrong spirit. When the ego grabs power and honour for itself, things get dangerous and dysfunctional very quickly. Just look at some of the politicians nowadays and what motivates them and moves them to seek power and honour. And look at how often that goes wrong, unless they're prepared to use power and honour for the sake of the nation and the good of other people. When they don't, they just inflate their own egos. And our ego always wants to use power, not for God's purpose or in the service of others. Our ego wants to use power for its own exaltation and defence. 
up and down the centuries when spiritually immature people have come into power, be it in politics or the arts or in the church, they create havoc in short order. Someone who is spiritually and humanly immature very quickly becomes manipulative, cruel, oppressive, overbearing. History gives countless examples of this from Julius Caesar and Herod to Napoleon, Hitler and Stalin. When power goes wrong, when it gets twisted, it becomes dangerous. And so when honour is sought for its own sake, it becomes very dangerous too. People will do anything for recognition, lie, manipulate, even kill in extreme cases to get the honour that they crave. Now all of this may sound grim, but there's an antidote. The antidote is freedom, to free oneself of all of that, as the saints did. They were the freest people around. The way out is to do what Jesus says and do the opposite. And this is the rich spirituality of saints like Ignatius of Loyola, who taught what he called the Arjuri Contra, to act against. So if you're hung up on power and honour, the best thing to do is to seek the opposite, to seek the lowest place, the place of least recognition, and to do it deliberately. There's a little prayer that many people uh, have the practice of saying after Mass or after Holy Communion. It was composed by Cardinal Mary Del Val, who was the secretary of Pope St. Pius X. And in this striking little litany, we ask God to give us what we most need, which is a love of him, but a detestation of self. From the desire of being esteemed, from the desire of being loved, of being extolled, of being honoured, of being praised, of being preferred to others, of being forgotten, Jesus, deliver me. And it goes on, that others may be more loved than I, more praised and noticed than I, preferred to me in everything, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. If we can pray sincerely in this way, we may be on the road to becoming what Jesus expects of his disciples. And in this month now of October, the month of the Holy Rosary, let us turn to the Blessed Mother and ask her to obtain this grace for us. She who, because of her lowliness, was exalted. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.